Like Troy said, this can only be heard first on our YouTube page and not until later for the podcast. So the homos Don Star, the manifestation. Now, in the interview after his excellent live performance of Don Star at Royalty and Bars, go check them out. The fact that Don Plus's significant other manifested after he penned this beautiful love song was discussed. Now, this reminded Aaron Mack of other experiences manifesting love through writing down the vision of one's desired outcomes. Question, have you ever aided in your own manifestation of love or anything through writing it down, the vision? How did you do it? What did you do? When did you do it? What made you decide to do it? And what future visions do you see for yourself that could benefit from writing down or typing to aid in its manifestation? Troy, again. All right, all right, all right. So for me, when it comes to this particular topic, first of all, they always make they always make fun of me here on the, on on Verse TV because I'm Mr. Mr. Romantic, Mr. Monogamy, and I just want to be one person. So this is important to me because I did manifest in my life. I've known since I was 17 what I wanted and how I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be with one person. I wanted to you know build a life with that one person and grow old, old school. I'm just a little old school type of dude. Um, and so that's why I ended up in a serious relationship at 18. Um, engaged to be married for five years. Um, total, uh, after three years we got engaged, um, I got on money, you know, that's how I give it up. But anyway, didn't last. But and that's what I wanted to be so young. People are like, why would you do that? Why would you do that so young? Um, you only, you know, those are your prime years, 18 to 25, that's 22, 23. Those are your prime years of getting to know who you are, understand yourself. But I just knew what I wanted and I went after it and didn't stop me from being who I am now, just maybe a better man. Um, and I, I've always been mature, so I knew what I wanted. And don't hate on me because, you know, you want to live your life and be a thoughty. I knew what I wanted to do, and I did what I said I wanted to do, and that was that. And um, and I always tend to um, use my music um, to manifest things because, like uh, Don was talking about earlier, music is everything, and being an artist myself, um, I know that music is power and words are power, so I use that to, uh, you know, make efforts happen and make things move and put the move on them sometimes if I have to with the voice, you know what I'm saying, with the personality. Um, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, but I think utilizing what it is that you have that's special, because we all have special things that are different. Utilizing what you have is special and knowing that, and making that the thing that you use to, to express your love. There's nothing more than being with somebody that's great at what they do, and then utilizing that to express how they feel. Like, you good at cooking? Go and cook something for love on the plate. That's what right. you do, cook, cook something. Um, you know, know your lane and stay in it. You know, social media got us in all different lanes now. But hashtag this, hashtag that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pay attention to what you really do. That's it. Old school. Do what you do good and do that. You can do other things. Don't want to say that because I do a lot of different things. But I do music good, great, and amazing. And that's what I focus on. Um, and so, yeah, um, that's my answer. I think there's one more thing. What, what future visions do I see for myself that could benefit from writing or aided? Um, because I'm not married yet, and I always envision myself being married, um, I do put that kind of energy out. 
nowadays in my life when I'm dating. Like I don't play games anymore. I, this is not a uh, uh, tic-tac-toe hangman. Uh, I'm 34 years old. It's time to get to it. You know what I'm saying? So I just need you to have your aspirations and your goals and your luggage together. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna have minds. You know, we all got baggage and things. And, you know, we can dust that off and clean it out, throw it away, whatever we need to do. But be know, know your shit, know yourself. And we can make it happen. Um, but I only can put that kind of energy around me. So I manifest those things now. I know that words are power and we are in control of our destiny. So um, I take that very uh, seriously and I make it happen for those things in my life. Um, yeah. So uh, Miss Miss Chrissy, talk to me when it comes to this topic. Sorry, got a little caught up. Um, have you ever aided in your own manifestation of love or anything through writing it down um, to see the vision? How did you do it? What did you do? What did you do it? And uh, what made you do it? Um, decide to do it? Um, well, like you said, I've always been pretty self-aware also. Um, I've always known what I wanted and didn't want um, or liked or didn't like uh, at a very young age. And um, I always wanted to be married. I still want to be married even after a divorce. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but um, I don't know if if what I've done so far has helped manifest anything because I'm um, I'm pretty honest out the gate. Um, I'm I'm pretty upfront and direct about, um, and not that I would have any expectations, um, you know, when dating someone right away. But if I um, if I am honest about who I am, um, since I am so self aware then there there is kind of a lingering expectation that that person who is interested in you um is completely candid about what it, what it is that they want when um you know pursuing any type of relationship or you know a connection that they have with someone so um mm -hmm. it's, and um uh, it's more than it has to be more than superficial you know, um, mm -hmm. you have to uh, uh, you have to be uh, a whole person already. You know, like um, you know, you have to be a spiritually sound person. You have to be happy with who you are. You have to be happy. You know, and um, you're you're not. I mean, you don't really need, in my opinion, anyone to complete you uh, or to make you feel whole because you're enough without another person and if um someone Don't doesn't now. Come on. that then that's they're not in alignment they're not in your lane so you know it's uh it's uh for me it's easier said than done okay uh you know i'm gonna not take any crap or take what i don't want um especially when feelings are involved and um, more than mm -hmm. just if you share bills with someone or, you know, like you, sh you share responsibilities with people, you share children with people, mm -hmm. a lot to um, take into account, but um, having healthy boundaries and establishing them in and putting your foot down is, uh, is, in, is an important part of manifesting what it is you ultimately want. Absolutely. Um, you actually just answered the second question. So I, the part of it, but I just want to say one thing that you said that was very important that people need to, when knowing themselves, put it all out there. Like people come 
what a representative. You don't really get the chance to know who they really are. And yeah. if they put it out there, you might be able to deal with some of those things or not deal with it. But give people the benefit of the doubt too have to want to deal with it. Like don't right. just not tell them. Spoon feeding it to them along the way. You know, let them right. know okay, because just my luggage. Here it is, right here on the table. So if you want to deal with it, deal with it. If you don't, you don't. But at least I know that it's something you can stand. Because maybe they can't handle it. And now you're trying to be with somebody that can't handle it. And you, because right. you didn't put it on the table, they don't know. And now you drop it on them. Because I turn into Medea when that happens. If you put a come over bag on me in two months, three months, I'm going to walk on out. Because I, I don't know. I don't do that. I don't do that. I, I'm going to be myself. Oh, Judge. So, I, you, know. you know, if you are who you are, you like what you like, you love what you love, I'm happy right. for you. You know, just, you know, if it's not something that I can get with, then I need to know, I need to know these things right away, you know, before right. sexual, because that confuses things in addition to not being right. Absolutely. Before you get sexual, because that's where the confusion comes. Absolutely. Because sex is not just physical, it's mental, it's spiritual, it's emotional. It's a lot of right. things that go into that when you lay down with somebody. You just think because you're hooking up with somebody. It's just a wham, wham, thank you, man. When we get it and you get it, we we done. It's not real. That's not all of it. There's, right. you know, there's more to it than that. Um, so um, Don Plus, talk to us over here. You've been uh, in agreement, shaking your head, going with the flow. Uh, when it comes to this particular uh, topic, uh, have you ever aided in your own manifestations of love or anything through writing it down the vision? What did you do? How did you do it? When did you do it? What made you decide to do it? It's weird because I feel like every part of my life I've kind of like manifested. Even when I think about my job as an educator is literally writing down the end goal for what it is my kids are going to do and then making that happen. Um, and then even think about like me simply moving from South Carolina to, you know, the Northeast uh, to go to school and start work. Like I remember being five years old, like literally five years old saying, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to live in the top of this building. I'm going to look over the city. And from the age of five, I plotted my way of doing that. And I remember I turned 22, 23, and I was standing in my apartment. It was at the very top of my building. I had the skyline of all of New Jersey and New York. And I sat there and said, I spoke and wrote this up. Like, this is not haphazard. Um, and then even down to Dawnstar, like Dawnstar, that I wrote that out of being in a place to where I knew what I was capable of giving somebody, but I also knew I was deserving of receiving that same thing. And so after I wrote it, um, I felt really good because it was just like, one, this is an amazing R&B record. It's so good. Um, and then <laughs> after that, it was really just like, this is the person that I want. This is like, if this person were to exist, <laughs> that's what I would want. And you know, he, he popped up. <laughs> Damn, just like that. How sometimes life gives it to you, just like that. When you just like that. It. So, what future visions do you see for yourself that could benefit from writing or, or typing it that could aid in your manifestation? I want to be the R&B LGBTQ artist, the, um, and I've like pictured it. Um, I know what it looks like. I know what it's like, um, and you know putting out these records and making, you know, these connections with these different people within the industry and, you know, the rehearsals and just the planning of everything, all of that is like, it's, it's, yeah, it's the work, but to me, it's also like you 
sending that prayer out like, hey, this is what I want and I'm doing what it takes for this to happen. Um, and so I believe I'm going to, I'm, that's what I'm going to get. Um, I want to be one of the main people people call to write, uh, write their songs. My, and, and it's going to happen. Why? Because I've, again, I've like put that energy out. I've put the work in. Like that's literally what I went to school for. So it's just like, I put in the work for these things to happen. I'm continuously putting the work for these to happen. Um, I believe there's a saying, you know, uh, prayer without a uh, action, you know, <laughs> you don't get anything from it. That's essentially what the quote right. says. Um, right, and right, so right. like, I've, I've prayed, I've worked, um, I've envisioned, and you know, that's where I'm gonna end up. Listen, you were a smart one because you realized the power of manifestation very early. You realize the power when speaking words and writing things down, and you did that. Um, so shout out to you because a lot of people are still trying to get it. Um, so hopefully, if they ain't got it by now, they get it. <laughs> it comes to my brain, that. grandmother. That's what it's all about. <laughs> and it's always one. It's always one. Always, always one grandma on the knees, making sure. Right. So yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and so, of course, last but not least, we always do the homos. Tonight, let's talk. So when we do this, um, we're going to pull some cards, ace metaphoric cards. This week 109. Randomly selected. And the first topic is what are three of your top pet peeves when it comes to the us? Uh, potential love interest. Technically, it says the opposite sex, but I know not everyone's into the opposite sex. So a potential love interest. I'll make it universal. Oh, okay. That Don Plus, go ahead. I, I was feeling this one about spirit. <laughs> no, I saw you. Go ahead. A pet peeve. Um, feeling like we have to fight for airtime or spotlight. That's annoying. Um, Someone who is not open to evolution, who like kind of just is okay with being as they are and kind of stuck in that place and is just not open to evolving and learning and changing. Um, and my last one is snoring. Snoring, <laughs> it, it takes me out. Like I will go Ooh. in another room. I will, you know, that's I'll deep. you on the forehead and go about my business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I used story. to be a snore back in the day when I was bigger. Now that I lost weight, I ain't got the issue no more. But I'm saying I mean, some there, people probably still there, do. There's some, there's some, there's solutions for snoring, and if they're not going to take them, I will, I'll find them for you. <laughs> I will find a way. Okay, do it for you. Find a way. All right. Uh, uh, so, uh, Miss Chrissy, you ready for that one, or you want me to go? Uh, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Okay, so uh, the first pet peeves, like my biggest pet peeve is for someone to be dishonest, for someone to lie to me. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't handle that really well. Um, especially if, uh, you know, I mean, even if the truth hurts, uh, I'd rather have the truth. I'd rather you know, talk it out or, you know, say, hey, yo, that wasn't cool, but, you know, thank you for telling me the truth. Um, so I would <laughs> say lying. Uh, <laughs> uh, lying is the first, the biggest pet peeve. Um, 
the second one is uh, being being inattentive. Um, just uh, just not uh, being uh, attentive or making time uh, for for in, you know for intimacy. Um, not necessarily sex, but just time to just sit with each other or you know um, get to know each other more because that doesn't that doesn't stop because we all we all do evolve. Um, at least. I mean, ideally we do. Um, and uh, the third one is I don't um, care for people who is who are unkind to others, um, who are, are unkind or disrespectful to other people um, for any reason. Um, because, you know, everyone, everyone deserves to be treated with kindness. You know, mm -hmm. other walk away, <laughs> go the other way. You know, but um, you know, people people who are rude to other people or unkind or disrespectful. Those are my three. Amen to that. Well, all right. Um, yeah, I'm just engulfed in what you guys are saying. I'm loving it. Um, so for me, the first one is not being true to yourself and who you are, because I feel like. If you want to put yourself out there to meet somebody, you got to know yourself. How are you going to love somebody else if you don't love yourself first? So please know who you are when you come to the table. I, I can't, I, I'm not, I'm not Cam Michelle, can't raise a man. Um, you know, I'm not trying to just, you know, I'm not saying you can't have qualities that you need help with and I need help with and we can build from, but baby, you got to have some goals, some dreams, some ambitions, some I'm going to do this and you're going to do that in your life. I cannot be with complacency. That doesn't work for me as an artist, as someone who's always evolving and doing things. I cannot be with this because I'm always going up. Um, so that's one. Number two um, is the is the lying and the distrust and the dishonesty. I give you, I give everyone benefit of the doubt, friend, family, foe, don't matter. 100 percent trust because you ain't did nothing to me. But if you cross that line, <laughs> cross the Georgia state line, and you happen to it ain't gonna come back from that because it just feels like growing up, I didn't have much. And honest, in this world, if you don't have money, all you have is your word. And word is born. I'm from the street. Like, so if I can't believe what you're telling me, baby, you can't even be my friend. Don't even stand next right. to me. Cause I don't got time. You're trying to figure it out. Um, you should have thought about the value of a friendship and thought about that before you started doing those acting like a fool, yo. And I don't I don't play those games. Mm -hmm. And uh last but not least, uh is uh when it comes to today and technology. You got to be able to tune out and, and, and let it all go, okay? Because the quickest way for me to just walk away from you is if you own a cell phone and we on a date and I don't even know you. Is it talking to Obama? Is it yeah. talking to Jesus? I don't understand. Is, is your kid okay? Because I got a kid too, I get it. Is your kid okay? Somebody watching. Outside of that, what is you on the phone for? Like, how do we get to know each other if we can't have a moment? That is so, ooh. Because everything I do is on the cell phone and the computer, I don't have time. If you can't plug in for two seconds, you ain't even got no time to be even sitting here and waste my time because time is of the essence. It don't cost no money. It's free, and I gave you my time to sit here, so do not waste it. So, uh, yeah, don't waste my time. Um, all right, cool. And I'm ready. Uh, question number, number two. What's your greatest weakness, and what are you currently doing to improve it? 
Um, I think that my biggest weakness is that I'm too empathetic. I'm, I'm too understanding. I'm too nice sometimes um, when um, I shouldn't be uh, at times. And um, I uh, tend to accept things that I normally wouldn't when I really love and care for a person because I just want to understand them. And um, um, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I would want the same thing in return if I was struggling with something. Um, this, I would say, want the same type of understanding. Um, but that's uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's not always a good thing to to be too too caring and too nice or decide to be too quickly and um that's my biggest weakness is i i care maybe too much too quickly all right now come on it's not even talk about your weaknesses okay and put them out there especially when you're being recorded because uh we don't want people in our business um, but I totally um, thank you for uh, for that. And I'm going to now flip that same question that asked Don Plus um, about you, uh, your weakness as well, and uh, how you dealing with overcoming it. So my, I think my biggest weakness is that I'm a workaholic. Um, I will wake up at 5:30, teach till 5:30 p.m., turn around, and I don't know build some curriculum through my business for somebody, turn around, shoot a video, turn around and, you know, start writing a new song. Like I'm such a workaholic. Um, and sometimes that causes me to miss out on life. Uh, I've, I definitely can say in the past two years, even outside of COVID, I've really just been like my craft, my work, my business. Um, and I think like one way that I'm learning to you know, not be that is uh, honestly like having a partner um, who isn't someone who is like in the lights and always immersed in something. His, his demeanor is just so chill that he pulls me out of that. Um, and he reminds me like, hey, you know, you do have a family, you do have friends, you know, there are, there's a world that you need to explore type deal. And so um, that definitely helps. And then also just like, scheduling time and being like from 4 30 to 8 is like my friend time we're gonna you know i'm gonna call my friends and we're gonna get on facetime check in with them or we'll go grab a drink or whatever um just being more intentional because those relationships matter and um when i do overwork i tend to uh i always hit a point where i crash <laughs> um <laughs> so that's why it's really really important to like to, to have those moments where you have your support system to, to really like pull you out of it Amen to that. Having support is very, very, very important. And it doesn't have to be your family. It could be someone else that's not your family, but having support is very important. Yes, sir. Um, I could say my greatest weakness, I've been thinking about it, um, has to be that I need to micromanage because I feel like I like things a certain way. It's always been that I'm a perfectionist, but I think it's bigger than that now because I'm doing a lot, of, a lot of things. And because of my experience that I have with the things I've done, I know that I could just get it done. But I have to also realize that in today's time, you can't really put your best foot forward and not have a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have a team in place at this point. Like, some people are great at what they do. This is what they do. Let them do that. Let them focus on that. And I feel like 
let my control go to them to do what it is that they do and trust them to do that um, has been my biggest issue. So um, I learned like now you can't do it by yourself. You need a team and I focused on that. And so now that I have relinquished that and opened those doors, things are opening more up for me and I'm more able to walk through doors instead of like, oh, let me in. Um, and so, yeah, that's my answer to that uh, question. And you're now tuning into what? The Homos Talk Show on Verse TV. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Trovix Music. Hey, Chrissy. I hail from Cleveland, Ohio. Don Plus, I'm coming from Washington, D.C. right now. This is week 109. Right here on Verse TV. It's a nice day, it's a nice week. This is week 109.